Welcome to the CTNNB1 Connect and Cure podcast, your go-to place to hear the latest information, research, and happenings going on in the CTNNB1 community. Tune in to find comfort, community, and connection. Hello, and welcome back to the CTNNB1 Connect and Cure podcast. I'm excited to have another CTNNB1 mom on with me today. I'd like to introduce you to Frazier. She's Mama Michaela. She is a health recovery coach, integrative health practitioner, and has a kids natural health podcast. Today, we wanted to spend some time talking about self-care for parents. We spend so much time and energy taking care of our kids, but what can happen when you don't take care of yourself as a parent? What can it lead to? So welcome, Frazier. I'd love for you to introduce yourself and why this topic is so important to you. Hi, thank you for having me. It's very nice to be here. Um, my name is Fraser and, and Michaela is my little girl. She's 15 years old and it has been quite the journey. Um, the self-care um, topic is super important to me uh, because it was definitely something that hits very close to home. I definitely burnt out after um, many years of you know, focusing solely on Michaela's care. So I think that it's very important uh, for parents of special needs kids and CTNNB1 parents, of course, specifically to my heart, um, that we just learn that it's a long journey and it's important to take care of ourselves in a lot of aspects of self-care from nutrition to relaxation to thinking positively. And uh, it's something I think that I ignored uh, for a long time because I felt like I was invincible, but I, I wasn't. <laughs> so I think that people learning um, earlier on as their kids are younger to kind of make that these topics important is, is very vital for, for longevity in this life. So what can happen if we ignore these things? Can you share with us some of the things you went through? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, so um, a lot of the kids, and um, Michaela in particular, are very bad sleepers, I guess you could say. So uh, certainly just actually pure exhaustion. Um, and we kind of run on adrenaline for a very long time. So if you get into the science of it, you know, you're kind of in that fight and flight um, situation way more than the body is supposed to be. So sometimes it goes on for weeks or months or years and you're um, releasing cortisol into the body, the stress hormone, just constantly, you know, getting up in the middle of the night. Our kids are typically quite can be behavioral or, you know, very tend to be screaming sometimes. And it's, it just creates a reaction in the body where we're releasing hormones that are just kind of keep us very much in a heightened state, um, which definitely wears us down over time, even if we don't feel it. So often we are in that state and we can go really extra hard because we have so much cortisol released in our body where it makes us alert. It makes us able to do probably more things than the average person. But you can't sustain that long term. And I think that's what I didn't realize, right? I probably sustained it for maybe a decade. And then what happens is your body starts to crash. So, you know, you can start getting panic attacks, um, something I was absolutely not prone to. Didn't really even know how I felt truly about them back then, thinking, oh, like, that was, like that's not real. But you start, you know, the same situation that ha- uh, happens might start happening and then you, you can't maybe cope with it as like you used to. So you start getting insomnia, you start getting anxiety, you can just start getting all sorts of your digestion problems because if you're in that heightened state for so long, digestion really isn't a priority to your body, right? Survival is keeping up with whatever the crisis at the moment is. So it can be very, very wearing and, you know, 
it actually can lead to like hormone imbalances, so which has all its own set of symptoms, right? So it really depends on how much detail you want on it. But basically, you know, it wears you down and then it leads to burnout. And we all always hear that term caregiver burnout, but we don't actually really take the time to really know what it is or look for the signs and symptoms or to like address it because most of us are actually still have to keep up with the demands of special needs parenting and sometimes working full time plus special needs parenting plus being, you know, sleep deprived. So we don't feel like we have the option. So I think what I've learned over the years is the little things that you can do and that you have to do, um, even when it's uncomfortable to kind of prioritize some of those things to kind of either recover from constantly living like that or to kind of help so you don't get to that state where you have to like really dig your way out of depression and, um, you know, just feeling absolute overwhelm, right? And I think that's the best word that for me that... Uh, explains it in a nutshell. Eventually, you just feel completely overwhelmed even by the small things in life. And that's kind of the, the biggest symptom. So, you know, something like, it sounds maybe silly if you have never experienced, but even so much as going to the grocery store at some point finally just became like an overwhelming thing. Like, oh my, you know, lights and people and, you know, that's your good sign of burnout. You know, you're super wired all day and then you lie in bed and you can't fall asleep. You know, these are signs where your body is way too heightened and not able to kind of calm down and just like do normal things with like a normal heart rate. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you know, definitely, like you said, depression and anxiety too. And then if we get to that state, what good are we as parents if we're not even healthy ourselves? So what can you, absolutely? what advice can you give us for reducing stress? Yeah. So certainly, um, and I, it's going to sound so simplistic, but one of the most important things I think for how I've kind of like um, re-energized my health and, and how I maintain, you know, the life that I, I have taking care of Michaela and, and multitasking in many things is honestly nutrition. You know, it's fuel for our bodies. And I think it's the first thing that goes for parents. We, we grab things that are quick, that are easy, that are nutritious. And we think that it's, you know, we don't think anything of it. Like there's no, you know, long-term harm but it really is what fuels our bodies and if we're not you know we want our kids to eat healthy but we don't really necessarily do it ourselves it's kind of like all those things that we we know and we teach our kids but we don't necessarily do Uh, those are the fundamental things that keep us healthy and actually can help us recover our health so like just very unprocessed food if you start to you know rely on caffeine rely on sugar things that give you those spikes of energy it's kind of making like this perpetual cycle of you know, too much hormone, too much spikes of sugar and kind of a fake sense of energy. But if you really eat a nutritionally balanced diet, you know, very healthy, lots of vegetables, you know, all the things that sometimes we just forget, right? Um, It actually makes a huge difference. Uh, And then of course, there's things that you can do. Maybe you're already eating really healthy uh, to help your nervous system get into a state of calm. You know, even when maybe your surroundings aren't very calming, you can do things that kind of allow your nervous system to relax so i I talk a lot about magnesium uh, because it is very calming and it's you know very good and a lot of our you can probably bet that 99 percent of parents with special needs kids are are low in magnesium because we burn through it so easily with just you know the amount of worry and stress that we're going through all the time so kind of supplementing with that i mean of course you can increase magnesium foods uh in your diet but you know if you're having a difficult time calming down and relaxing and going to bed and sleeping, and um, for some of us who have to wake up in the night and getting back to sleep, magnesium is really helpful. Also, to 
and, and I know people really struggle uh, with just kind of making time to do relaxing things. I definitely struggled with this a lot because you just feel like you have to go, 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 go. And a lot of us really do have to do that. But if you can carve out time, even if it's 20 minutes to, and I actually put like, this is my time to do nothing and like take away noise. So it can be so much as mindfulness, meditation. It depends what, what kind of speaks to you. And it can be really uncomfortable uh, initially because we're very used to maybe chaotic lives a little bit. So quiet is a little bit uncomfortable or sitting still is uncomfortable that typically means that's when you need it the most if it's uncomfortable and it gets easier it's like a muscle when you exercise it it gets stronger so um there's different apps you can use that kind of help you to kind of calm down your your brain and relax and honestly 20 minutes a day there's a lot of science behind it for a lot of people who have anxiety and you know burnout that can kind of just help rewire your brain to a calmer state Certainly exercise. I mean, there's so much research behind some exercise that um, helps people with depression and um, the rate of parents with special needs kids and depression is really, really highly correlated. So, you know, you have to do all the things that you can do. Um, it doesn't mean, I know lots of us can't carve out an hour a day to exercise, but, you know, getting out walking for 20 minutes every day, making it a priority for your mental health is like more important than I can really stress. Um, it releases endorphins, it kind of helps. So maybe you can do two things at once, you know, you're going for a walk and you're listening to something very calming, um, binaural beats, things like that on your headphones while you do it. So um, those are really important things to do to de-stress. Um, those are my definitely my top things been taking time. So there's numerous things that you can do for a more calming environment, but prioritizing your actual health is, is really important for longevity. Um, making sure you're going to sleep at a good time, uh, all the things that anybody needs to, to have optimal health, but certainly as parents who are, you know, have a higher level of stress, these are even just more important and starting now and not waiting until you're burnt out because recovering from burnout is actually a very long road, I guess you could say. So if you start to see the signs, I mean, I can't recommend enough starting to take care of your own personal health uh, as soon as possible. That's all awesome advice. I know for me, sometimes it's just setting the alarm a little bit earlier and getting up and having that first cup of coffee with the house quiet, you know, and having a little bit of positive talk, you know, and, you know, getting your mindset ready for the day being like, here comes another day, you know, and just getting started on yeah. the right foot there. Sometimes it's a little bit of uh, a little bit of prep. I, I know you and I talked about how we wing it a lot when we do. Uh, but maybe like when it comes to our health, sometimes if we prep a little bit, like um, as simple as knowing what we're going to have a healthy breakfast uh, in the morning, because we we really use a lot of energy through the day when we're you know multitasking with kids with complex needs for sure. I mean, all parents do, but you know, just add that extra layer of um, you know children who have health issues and things like that. Uh, so if you, you really can plan, plan your, whether it's making a smoothie every morning. And I, I know that just sounds so simple, but honestly, so honestly, my life was, was changed when I really implemented, it was like, I, I'm a little bit sinking. I had to get to that point, you know, on antidepressants a few years ago, uh, crying all the time, like totally not my personality, uh, but just totally burnt out, totally insomnia. Uh, you know, and I was like, our kids are like long longevity, right? They, you know, it's, it's forever. And it's, it is exceptionally a lot of work most days. Um, and I had to come to like peace with that and then peace with, okay, so how do I be my best self, my best mom 
long term because this isn't this can't be it. Um, so I had to make sure, you know, I was taking in nutrition and making it a priority. And I mean, I can cope so much better, got off antidepressants, got off all that stuff because I, I, I absolutely had to get to the point where I was committed to being a very, very healthy person and taking care of my health through nutrition and exercise and rest. And I've slowed down <laughs> in a lot of things uh, and recovered by doing that, you know? So that's awesome. Planning. I can't really stress enough planning, planning ahead for your nutrition, for your rest, a little bit of rest and time out for yourself and and stress management, that kind of thing. Well, I've enjoyed watching all your videos on your Facebook page. You have so much good advice out there um, for everyone. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more? Two of the things you mentioned um, on some of your videos is about self-compassion and forgiveness. Yeah, sure. Um, I think I think a lot of us, um, I'm going to say we blame ourselves necessarily for, for how our kids are, right? But we never give ourselves enough love and credit and forgiveness for, um, we always think we're not trying hard enough or doing enough, good enough, we're not going to enough for us, you know, therapy things or spending enough, I don't know, our money on therapies or we just always feel like we're not doing enough because, you know, our kids are our kids struggle. A lot of our kids struggle, right? So we're very harsh on ourselves often. Um, and I think that it's so important to realize like that every parent makes mistakes. We're, we are still just parents and we're always going to make mistakes. Um, but, and if you carry that around with you, uh, it's a kind of like a snowball effect, you know, it kind of bogs you down a bit. And it's just like every day is a new day. And I really, once I changed my perspective, I guess, you know, I'm a very optimistic person, but it does get wearing, it wears you down, you know, you know, sometimes it feels in special needs world where you're taking a couple steps forward and a step back constantly. And we kind of sometimes blame ourselves for that. Like, what did I do? Like, what, where did we go wrong? You know, we get very distracted with busyness as well. And then we think, oh, I didn't put enough time in that. Uh, just like really giving ourselves permission to, and, and love, I guess you could say is that, there's no roadmap for us. There's no book walking us through this. And I just feel like if every day you start a new day where like you're not being hard about what happened yesterday, but you're starting fresh. I mean, it's it's very freeing. You don't care to carry around that weight with you. Um, and if you practice that, maybe at first it's difficult. You, you If you just kind of catch it when you get that thought, you know, sometimes we have these thoughts that just come and they start to get us down and they start to make us feel sad and tired maybe just catching it at first is like okay now today's a new day and it, it, you practice it and it does get easier and I do think that honestly that I can start most days a little fresh because I have learned that it didn't do me any favors by thinking like that and to being hard on myself and not forgiving myself and not forgiving others sometimes in the special needs world we got to figure of others like I don't know, in my experience, you know, over time, Max 15, um, I've lost friends, lost, I thought that fa some family maybe was going to be there more, but after 15 years, you know, it gets a little more isolating than it did, you know, when your kids are younger. And I think I was upset about that, you know, maybe angry towards people. And I think even just forgiveness for others that everyone is doing their best and giving 
letting go of that, not carrying it around. I think it's uh, very important. I think to get through it and to be the best parent and caregiver, you got to let it all go (laughs) for yourself, for others. Uh, We don't have the time, the energy to be dragging dragging around baggage from numerous things. Uh, It's very freeing. (laughs) It's very freeing and it it really helps with energy levels. And I I don't know about you, but I need as much energy as I can get. Definitely. with parenting of, of special needs kids. And, uh, and I'm just glad I was able to kind of put all these things together. You know, there's a little, if you get 5% better from this, from nutrition, than from sleeping and from maybe using magnesium, maybe, uh, self-compassion, maybe, you know, it adds up, it really adds up and it gives you fresh perspective and ability to just kind of keep going. Cause I know there's days where you just like, you don't want to do this anymore. It's not a life we choose, right? It's right. a life that we're we're given, and uh, so you got to learn and grow with it. Grow with it and roll with it, nice. right? And yes. So, <laughs> so, oh, I definitely. Yeah, otherwise, it's too hard. I definitely see this being a time where we're going to have to have you back on because you have so much um, wisdom in your years of having an older child with CTN and B one, and um, I feel like you have a, a lot of advice that you can share. Um, But one thing I want to touch on before we end today is one of your favorite things you posted lately that I read, it said, surround yourself with people who can see and support your magic. And that just made me feel so good to hear. And it's so true. So if you could touch on that a little bit before we end, I think that would be awesome today. Yeah, um, definitely. (laughs) I think sometimes we're going to find people who uh, don't. And uh, I think there's a lot of us there that are kind of, you know, we're chosen for this, this role in life. And we have uh, some magic to give sometimes. And some people don't like that. Uh, some people are uncomfortable with that. And, and rather than trying to convince them of it, I think those we just realized that maybe those aren't our people and finding those people who see it in us and really want to make us shine. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, it has been a huge lesson for me. Uh, I think it's it's pivotal, right? To to be a healthy person is to surround yourself with those people who love you and really want to help you grow, and to let let the people go who maybe you know not everyone's there forever. Some people are just there for a season, and that's totally okay. And the sooner you make peace with that, you can shine. You know, it's like when you're ready to be elevated to the next level, you kind of gotta let things drop off, right? Otherwise you can't, you need to be. So I I think it's super important and I'd be happy to come back and talk about any of the things that are helpful to you guys for sure. Definitely. I've so much enjoyed having you on. Um, I'm glad I found you um, on Facebook. And I think it was when I was planning the meetup for Malene, I was just kind of reaching out and trying to find people, see if they're interested. And then I started following your page on Facebook and just watching your videos and listening to your story. And um, I hope others do too, because you're an inspiration um, and you have a lot of advice. So I appreciate that. And I hope today's conversation yeah, kind of just sparks a conversation about parents and um, self-care and our own needs too. So hopefully we can gather some more questions from our community and others of how we can help ourselves and then definitely get you back on to answer some of those. Absolutely. And I just promised Michaela <laughs> that I would just let uh, everybody know that uh, I always tell her that she didn't go through all the things that she's gone through for, for nothing. I, I, we, her and I will help anybody 
uh, that would like to kind of know the things that she's gone through and how we've made it through as she's one of the older kids, right? And I just, I promised her I would let that know. If any parents at all have any questions at all, I am happy to take their call and help as much as we can. And that's kind of what we, her and I have, you know, agreed to in life is that we will we will use our troubles to help everybody else so please feel free to reach out at all if you would like i yeah i would love that i will put in the notes how they can get connected to you um to hear more and to follow your facebook page too because that's um it's you're doing a wonderful thing and i'm excited to hear we need to hear more about michaela next time you're on too because you've been through a lot (laughs) with her but um you've had some amazing advice for us today on self-care and taking care of ourselves as parents. So thank you so much for coming on. It was so nice to finally get to speak to you. We've done a lot of talking um, through messenger and emails and everything. So thank you so much, Frazier. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And just thanks for doing this. This is awesome. This is great what you're doing and you should be really proud of yourself. So I hope everyone appreciates what an amazing person you are. Well, thank you so much. That's wonderful to hear. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Anytime. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. This has been the CTNNB1 Connect and Cure podcast, a place for CTNNB1 family and friends to come together for support and to build community. We hope this podcast continues to be a place where you can go for the latest CTNNB1 information.